Yo, welcome back to another episode of A Shot of Rosé. Up this week, I give you a think piece and we talk about when a woman holds you down. Let's go ahead and let's get it. Yo, 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 what's good? Welcome back to another episode of A Shot of Rosé. I am your host, nobody other than Mr. Imperator Rosé, the man, the myth, the legend. How's everybody doing this week? If you're in Houston, Texas, or in Texas in general, it's hype. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no need to even explain this shit anymore. I don't even understand why we still live here. I complain about this shit every week. But for some reason, it seems like it keeps getting hotter. You know what I'm saying? This ain't the same sun we grew up with. And don't care what anybody says. Global warming is real. We need to get this shit under hands because I don't know how much longer I can really take this, man. I really don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, Houston got to do something. We need to build like a dome or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I heard in Dubai, they over there create like artificial like rains and shit. We need to create like artificial rains to cool this motherfucker down. We got too much concrete. That's the problem. Boys got to boys got to move out to the woods. Cause see, when I went to Galveston, the wind was blowing. It was cold. The sun was out, but I didn't feel like I was getting cooked. But you know what that tells me? That tells me that cities are ruining the world, man. Honestly, it might be concrete that is causing like this global warming event. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, you got, you know, methane and like exhaust from like cars and shit and like all this other type of shit. But to be truthful, it might just be the fact that like we done built too many motherfucking cities and we ain't got enough trees. Maybe boys got to move out to the woods. Can I live in the woods? I don't really know if I can live in the woods, man. Um, I need to be around people, although I don't like people. Hmm. Boys got to think about that. Uh, but what's up with y'all, man? How's everybody doing this week? Um, I'm pretty sure that uh, if you haven't already, by now you have seen that Marvel has dropped the trailer to Wakanda Forever. Man, let me tell you something, dog. There's not a movie that I'm more anticipated and ready to see than Wakanda Forever. First off, shout out to Ryan Coogler, man. Shout out to Ryan Coogler, dog. Let me tell you something. You know what? If he ain't the greatest director ever, you know what I'm saying? Like, boy is definitely top five all time with trailers. You know what I'm saying? Like, that boy can put a trailer together, dog. When I tell you he put his whole foot in that joint, he put his whole foot. I'm talking about from the music, the the shots, the cutscene, the powerful monologue from Angela Bassett. Bro, it's... It is easily one of the best trailers I've ever seen. And it was a teaser. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a teaser. And that trailer was that phenomenal, boy. Even the first one, right? Like, think back to the first one, man. Where he was playing the Run the Jewels track, bro. And you know what I'm saying? He did the little spinning thing with the camera with, uh, you know, Chad with Bozeman. He's walking up to, you know what I'm saying, a chair for the first time. Bro, it's like, big dog. Like, this is... This this boy doing big things, man. Like you know, just talking about thinking outside the box. Um, you know, saying glad they bring in Namor. You know, saying if you don't know much, you know, then you know get caught up. But man, it it's um, this man the movie looks amazing. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I will tell them this though because you know I'm not above criticism. And that first one, you know, saying the CGI was a little mm, a little off. You know, what I'm saying. So I hope they got that shit together this time because um, we definitely need to fix that shit. But outside of that, man, the first movie was amazing. This one looks equally as good. I, I can't wait. That shit comes out at the end of this year. I don't know what I have to do, who, who sold I need to sell in order to get into this theater. But I will be there opening night, my boy. You you most definitely believe I ain't waiting no week to see this. Every more movie so far, I've had to wait like a week. You know what I'm saying? Shit was coming up. I don't care if I got to drag my babies to the movie theaters 
Boys is catching Wakanda forever the week it comes out because I don't want to hear no spoilers. I don't want to see no spoilers. I'm going to be absolutely upset if I see some shit. So I got to be in there Friday night. Technically, the movies come out on Thursday now, but I'm going to be in that joint Friday night for show. Okay. Uh, but with that being said, man, let's go ahead and get into our first piece up here. So I came across a question that I found extremely interesting, right? Um, thought provoking made me think a little bit. So I'm gonna share that with y'all. The question was, if parallel universes exist, are you the best version of yourself? Now that made me think, man, like if you really take a long, hard thought about where you are in your life, if parallel universes exist, so think like Jet Li the one, if you've seen that, or if you've recently seen Doctor Strange in the multiverse, understand, you know what I'm saying, multiple universes, you know what I'm saying, every version has a version of you. Um, are you the best version of yourself? And honestly, uh, it made me think a bit, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it, it can put things into perspective as far as, are you doing everything you can to be the best version of yourself? And when I think on my life, right? So what do I have? I have two very beautiful children. Um, I have a beautiful wife, a loving wife, a caring wife, an amazing wife. I have a career. I make good money. You know what I'm saying? I make great money, but I make good money. If I want something, I can buy it most of the times. And if it's something a little pricey, I can save a couple of checks and pretty much go buy it. You know what I'm saying? Whenever I want. Um, Childcare is expensive, <laughs> so I need a new salary, you know what I'm saying, here pretty soon. But next to that, no, um, I would say that I'm living, quote unquote, the American dream outside of, you know what I'm saying, all the debt with like cars and student loans and mortgages and shit. But for the most part, I would say that I'm living the American dream. But there's one caveat. I do feel like to a certain extent I have underachieved. You know, I can't really quite explain it. Um, And it's not so much that my life sucks. It's just that. I know that I was capable of more, you know what I'm saying? And not to sound arrogant or, you know what I'm saying, um, you know, to doing too much or anything, but I know that at times, you know what I'm saying? I know I'm a very smart individual, you know what I'm saying? Very few times have I ever been in a room where I wasn't one of the smartest people in there, you know what I'm saying? And just like with anything, there's always somebody smarter than you, there's always somebody with more money than you, but I'm pretty sure there's a version out there of me that took all of the gifts that God gave him and he utilized that shit to his full potential. I also believe that in that same universe, God gave that motherfucker patience. You know what I'm saying? Something he didn't get to me. <laughs> but with that being said, either way, um, I do believe that there's a, if, if there is parallel universes where there is a different version of me living to his fullest potential, he probably did find like the cure to cancer. He probably did, you know what I'm saying? Um, become like, you know what I'm saying? The FBI lead, you know what I'm saying? Investigator or some shit. I'm really good at figuring shit out. That's like one of my mini skill sets that like um, I'm very good at, you know, saying so I do think sometimes I should have been like a data analyst or like a investigator of some sort um, lawyer. I'm good at arguing, too. But, you know, shit like that. I, I do believe that there is a version of me out there that or at least a, a time frame, a universe somewhere along the lines where if I ever get shown what I could have been, the skies was the limit. And the reason why I say this is because, you know, to a certain extent, I believe that your gift is God given. I don't think I, I do believe that like you can improve on skills and you can become better at something. I once heard uh, a wise man once told me that the difference between being good and bad at anything is effort and the difference between being great and good is skill. So in which case, don't get me wrong, you could definitely become great at something um, by mastering a skill set. But at the same time, some people are just naturally gifted. You know, if you take like Whitney Houston, 
Whitney Houston has one of the greatest voices ever and you can't will yourself into the shit that she's able to do no matter what you know what I'm saying like and and on off and to give like a comparison like Kobe Bryant Kobe Bryant is one of the greatest basketball players ever right but Kobe Bryant literally had the work ethic of men that don't exist you know what I'm saying like world renowned you know what I'm saying legendary work ethic when people talk about him he literally skilled his way you know what I'm saying mastered his way into the basketball player that he was you know what I'm saying like he was athletic but he wasn't the most athletic you know what I'm saying like he 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 did have a natural feel for the game right but he wasn't like you know how would you say like LeBron or something like that? So he naturally and so he had to master his skill set. So but there are those of us like Whitney Houston, who no matter what, you'll never be as good as that. Like she was born to sing like God given talent, given that shit. So, you know, to a certain extent, you're supposed to find whatever your God given talent is and harness that shit. Maybe Kobe Bryant was, you know, what I'm saying work ethic. You know, I once heard somebody say that if Kobe Bryant had been a lawyer, hey, he'd been a doctor and he'd been anything else. He'd have been one of the best in that field because that's just the type of work ethic he had, you know. So in which case, I think back on times where, you know, I used to be in band. Right. And I never practiced. Never. You know, what I'm saying I played the trumpet. Um, I never practiced. I know I didn't. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I was always still one of the best. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like not really putting in minimal effort like had i just practiced and harnessed the skill set that like i already had like i was naturally good at it i eventually became you know what i'm saying one of the best in my school because of it but had i just took it a little further right like i, I might have been all state i might have been able to get a scholarship off of that shit no telling what all i would have been able to accomplish had i actually really took you know what i'm saying something that like i was good at and really put my best foot forward and made an attempt to be the best at it but see my my issue in life has always been the fact that like yo i don't really have a lot of patience and i want to be the best of the best of whatever i'm doing like right now and once i reach a certain point you know what i'm saying you can almost say that i get complacent okay all right i'm one of the best and that's good enough you know what i'm saying so it's like that that little bit of eh, that i be missing i need to do more i know there's more that i need to be doing with my podcast you know what I'm saying sometimes i'll be like ah this is a, this is a good video this is enough for me to put out you know what i'm saying or whatever right i know i need to be putting more into it i know i need to be marketing more i know i need to be dropping more reels on, on instagram i know i need to be doing certain other things right like there's a version of me so to get back to the original point there's a version of me out there that's doing all of that shit you know what i'm saying it's actually harnessing the the skills and the god-given talent that he was given and he is the best version of himself so every day i wake up now and i'm thinking back from this question because i think i saw like thursday or friday i realized that i haven't been being the best version of myself because the best version of myself is always doing what they're supposed to be doing at the highest level that he can possibly do it and if you can give an ounce more than give an ounce more i ain't saying drain yourself you know what i'm saying because we talk about hustle culture from time to time and don't get me wrong i ain't saying beat yourself to death into the wall to try to be the best version of yourself but if you aren't being the best version of yourself why not that that's where the question becomes okay so in which case uh that's just my thing peace man so think about that right like if you if, if parallel universes exist are you the best version of yourself powerful powerful statement man okay uh with that being said though man let's go hang into some fun shit here real quick right so let's go ahead and let's pull up black twitter y'all all right man so let's go ahead and let's get into this first one here oh my god dog let, let me i got a story for this shit but this shit says HVAC people dead ass got the world by the nuts. They can tell you two racks and you can't do shit but pay it. Oh my God, bro. 
So last summer, actually, my AC went out and guess how much it cost y'all? It cost your boy three racks by $3,200, $3,300. It's the pain of being a homeowner, right? Like you, you know, you definitely want to be, you know, saying get your own crib, get tired of rent, you know, saying you got money going to nothing. It's not going to any equity. Um, although, you know, saying equity is kind of a joke now because the housing market is so ridiculous that even if I sold the equity that I have in my house, I probably wouldn't even be able to buy the same house with the same upgrades I got. You know what I'm saying? For the same with the money that I've upgraded with and just break even. I'm pretty sure I'd be upside down if I was to try to do it. But I'm digressing a bit. The point here is, is so my AC unit went out. So let me tell you this story. So around about last year and the beginning of summer, um, me and the wife, we got home and we noticed that, yo, this shit ain't cooling off, you know? And we're all like, uh, okay, let's go ahead. Let's call the AC guy out because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? It's not like she rocking the wall. You know, it actually takes knowledge and skill to be able to do that shit. So we call a guy out. He comes and checks and he says, uh, well, you know, I'm at work. He's like, I think the coil is bad. I'm all like, well, damn. Okay. Um, Trish calls me. Coil is bad. Okay. All right. Well, you know, let's get an estimate. Let's see how much it's going to fix. This motherfucker tells us, uh, well, let's see if you're, you know, saying your coil is under warranty. You know what I'm saying? Did y'all register? He's all like, we don't know nothing about registering a coil or no shit like that. Right. He's all like, oh, damn. You know what I'm saying? He was all like, oh, the coils come with a six year warranty, you know, so you still might be able to get it covered, you know, saying when you bought the house. Uh, we bought the house, you know, saying October of I know August of 2016. I think it was like early September, man, that um, my AC unit went out. So we was out three thousand dollars and just barely out of the six year mark. You know what I'm saying? On the AC coil that cost us thirty three hundred dollars to have to fix. So talk about some bullshit. That is the very definition of some bullshit. All right, let's go ahead and get into this next one here real quick. Uh, my boy said, never in my life have I seen a physique like this. <laughs> the boy said that boy built like a violent cough. <laughs> Yo, man, what's what? You know, I've noticed this before with Elon Musk. Um, and, you know, I ain't never seen him shirtless or no shit like that. But I've seen him like, you know, saying his suits and shit. And I always thought like, you know, he looked kind of weird. I don't. This is the yeah, this is definitely the most awkward physique I've ever seen in my life, bro. Like, I don't know. He built kind of like a goddamn predator or alien. I, I don't I don't know, man. Also, he's pale as shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought like billionaires and like millionaires and shit. All they did was like, you know, take relaxing vacations and sit on beaches and shit. You know what I'm saying? And enjoying the fruits of their labors. Uh, this is a motherfucker here that obviously need a tan. You know what I'm saying? Like, boy, look pale as shit. Elon might be dying, bro. You know what I'm saying? Somebody go check on that boy. All right, let's get into this next one here. Ooh. All right, so if y'all ain't seen this by the shade room, this, this just popped up yesterday or early this week. It says, uh, women killed by bear in her sleep while camping after scarring, after scaring it off an hour beforehand. And my boy retweeted, I'm tripping or animals been getting a fucking lick back lately. Uh, yeah, man, mother nature ain't playing with y'all no more, bro. Y'all, did y'all? If you haven't, go go look it up. It's actually a video of an elephant storming into a funeral, you know, saying of a woman that like he had already attacked like earlier that week and like got to trying to stomp on her casket and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I know elephants are known to like never forget anything, but it's like, bro, what did she do to this elephant that made him pull up to the funeral, my boy? Like, he pulled up to the funeral of this lady. Like, come on, big dog. Like, what is it that y'all doing to these animals out here, man? Like, Mother Nature's fighting back. I ain't trying to play with y'all no more, man. I need to get y'all shit together. 
All right, let's go and get into this last one. And my favorite tweet just <laughs> says, Oh, girl says he loved the fuck out of me. <laughs> and my nigga said, In all my years of niggadom, I've never seen a strap attached to a lanyard. <laughs> my nigga got an Uzi wrapped around a lanyard. My boy, listen to me, dog. I can't. I, I just. This is what we come to, big dog. Like dead ass. Like this is really like the the level that we've reached in life, where niggas out here walking around with a gun strapped to a lanyard, my boy. Like big dog. Like we gotta do better, man. We we absolutely gotta do better. I don't know who needs to see this. I don't know who needs to hear this. But all I'm saying is, is yo, man, y'all gotta get y'all shit together because there's no way you niggas should be out here walking around doing some goofy shit like this. All right. Cool. All right, so for the last thing we're gonna get into here real quick, I seen um, this interview on the spiritual word. I think I seen it. Spiritual words where I seen it. I seen this interview um, where you know this man was telling this story about a time that a woman held him down. We're gonna go ahead and get into that real quick and then let's talk about it and we'll wrap things up and go ahead and get up out of here. We were girlfriend, boyfriend, maybe six, no, about a year into mm-hmm. your graduate school, I lost my job. I had always had jobs, internships mm-hmm. and stuff. So I didn't never had to go without. And he's um, a provider. Like yeah. that's just who he is by nature. He's a person who if we go out for drinks, he's gonna slap his card on the bar and pay for everyone's drinks. So to not be able to do that. Okay, uh, just a quick sidebar here. If the definition of a provider is somebody that goes out and uh, pays for everybody drinks, I'm definitely not a provider. I only pay for my children's and my wife drinks. Okay. Was taking a toll on him. Yeah, it was messing me up. So I was like becoming a very angry, different person um, (laughs) in that point in time. I'm running out of money. She wants to go on double date one of her colleagues or one of her classmates. And I'm like, no, like, let's eat this Jimmy John's this weekend. Like, I'm just chilling. It's like, no, her boyfriend's coming to town. We're going out. And if you ever met this one before, she can uh, be very much decisive and you don't have much say in it. Um, so we go out. I'm just seeing them order up the men. You know, we all with your friend. Get drinks. I'll have the water. The lemon, please. And I'm just that like. Is. Counting up, I'm like, oh my God, what are we going to do when this bill comes? That's all I can think about the entire time. I, I look down I and I see that I had a um, text from her. I was like, yo, check your account. And I saw that she had quick paid me money to cover the meal so I could pull out my card as opposed to her, you know, pulling out hers. And I just like, that's crazy, bro. Like that, that, that right there, I said, when I get my life together, <laughs> I'm marrying you. You don't have to think, do you? I'm marrying you because you freaking get it, bro. You with me and what was the most humiliating moments of my life just like she wouldn't let me lose hope now the younger me <laughs> and more ignorant version of myself um never really understood like why niggas tried to hide that they didn't have money um i've always been what i consider a real nigga you know so when i was broke i would just tell people i was broke you know what i'm saying i never really tried to hide or pretend like i had money when i didn't have it um but i'm digressing a bit here because the point of this is is that um, shout out to this young lady. Um, she's no longer young, but shout out to her for holding a man down. Um, and, and that's kind of what, you know, saying life is all about, man. Life is always about having somebody in your corner who's there for you, who's going to rock with you and always believes in you. I kind of think that like all of that could have transpired or took place before they got to the restaurant. Like, hey, some friends want to go out. Yo, we ain't got no money. Don't worry about it, baby. I'll cover it. You know what I'm saying? Some shit like that, right? Um, but I don't want to digress, but I do have to speak on the topic of I don't understand what's with men that can't allow a woman to pay for shit. You know what I'm saying? 
And that's where, like, I feel like a lot of niggas need to start going to therapy because, bro, your ego shouldn't be to the point to where a woman can't pay for something. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, I mean, like, we all have hard times. Niggas lose their job every day, B. Like, that's a normal occurrence. It's, it's not even on some, you know, you're less of a man because of that shit. Although I get it, you know, you could feel that way. I definitely wouldn't feel like going out and I don't have any money or I don't have a job. So I feel them on that perspective. But what I don't understand is, is that people lose their job every day, bro. That shit happens. Niggas walk into their job every day and get laid off, especially niggas in the oil field. You know, so it's like feeling this way is is, is I'm like, I know you want to get on your shit, understand all that. But like you shouldn't feel less of a man because you've gone through a time where you can't provide. You should feel less of a man if you're sitting on your ass wallowing and not getting the fuck up and doing something about it. Okay. But, you know, that's why having a good woman is very important, right? Because then when you're at your lowest moments, when you're at the, when, when you're at these, these times in your life where you need someone in your corner, if you got a good woman, she will be the person, the sole person a lot of times who has your back. You know what I'm saying? Who is looking out for you, who, who is invested into your well-being because that's how much he cares for you. You know what I'm saying? Like Louis Farrakhan just did an interview on a breakfast club where he said, a man is nothing without a woman. You know what I'm saying? You know, I don't, don't want to get biblical, you know what I'm saying? But I believe in signs and I believe in certain things, right? Like in the Bible, God took Eve from Adam's rib. You know what I'm saying? Like understanding, like that's how I feel when I when I look at my wife. You know what I'm saying? Like she's a part of me. You know what I'm saying? Like is 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 I know that if we were to hit rock bottom, you know what I'm saying? Like she's always going to believe in me. She's always going to have my back. She's always going to do what's in the best interest of the family, you know what I'm saying? And as far as my well-being and vice versa, you know? And that's and that's and that's the conversations that we need to be having, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to the spiritual word for having this um this couple on there and showing this interview because you know the title on the description says, Man, if a woman loves you, she would do anything for you. And that's true, right? Like when you love somebody, man, you do anything for them. You want to see them happy. You want to see them succeed. So like we got to stop these goofy conversations where we're always talking on the internet and I know it's getting redundant, but it's like, yo, like this ain't real life, bro. Like, I, again, I stress this all the time. I know a lot of men out here and married to beautiful women who got their back and are enjoying life, having beautiful children, you know what I'm saying? Advancements in their careers, you know what I'm saying? Move up in life climbing the social ladder as far as social economic and all of that because when they get home you know what i'm saying they got a good woman to come home to and then you know rainbows and sunshines and roses and shit every fucking day you know what i'm saying but like y'all out here making a lot of shit look harder than it needs to be and it's really not that goddamn complicated okay all right set your ego aside set your pride aside and love each other and understand that like teamwork make the dream work and if you got that basic foundation and understanding in your six in, in your relationship, then everything is going to go the way that it's supposed to go. You ain't got to worry about a lot of this other shit. You can block out noise because you know that at the end of the day, this person got my back. OK, well, everybody, that's all that I have for you. Um, another episode in the books. If you made it this far, do me a favor. Go ahead and like, subscribe and turn on those notifications. It's been real great seeing y'all again. Make sure you catch your boy. Check me out next week. As always, goodbye.